talking about the things that matter most to you, Catholic Women Now. Welcome to Catholic Women Now. I'm Chris Magruder. My co-host, Julie Nelson, is on a little break with her COVID right now. And I am so excited because we have back our guest, Barbara Heil. She was with us the last couple weeks, and she did part one and part two of spiritual warfare. And when we finished part two, we thought we were going to be done. But Barbara said, I didn't even get to what I was meaning to get to. So here we are doing part three of um, a little series on spiritual warfare. And so um, we're just excited to have her back. And But you know what? Before we start, listeners, I'm just going to start with a Hail Mary and welcome her in um, to our Catholic Women Now table. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death, amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Well, listeners, um, not having Julie here with me, I don't get to banter with her about um, our truth, goodness, and beauty segment, but I'm going to share um, a little bit of truth, beauty, and goodness that I experienced last week. I was in Branson, Missouri, and I happened to be blessed to go to the Sight and Sound Theater to watch the show Queen Esther, and it was on stage. Amazing. Um, it wasn't just your typical stage that opens in front of you, but opened all the way to the sides. And I thought I was, my seats were not great because we were in the second to last row um, with 3,000 people there. It was pretty high up. And yet the curtain stopped right beside me. So I was able to see all sides of the theater. Um, the scenery would move and turn. And it was just amazing. The colors were bright and beautiful. They had live animals. But what was so beautiful was that the stories were are from the Bible and so true to the story of Queen Esther, which is what the uh, show was about. And they told this most elaborate story, lots of detail, lots of beauty, um, beautiful actors and actresses, amazing voices. But what I loved was how every time there was something um, that they would say strongly about loving Jesus or loving God, excuse me, they weren't talking about Jesus quite back in those times, but when they were talking about loving God or, um, you know, the strength of Israel, people cheered in the audience. And it was so amazing to see so much goodness about the truth and the beauty on the stage was bringing out the truth. It was just amazing. Um, I know that it's a six hour drive from where we live here in Des Moines, but I want to encourage you, if you ever get a chance to go to the sight and sound theaters down there, they put on biblical productions that are, I think, better than Broadway and just absolutely visually beautiful. Um, and I walked away so, so built up and joyful and, and all four of us that were there did. It was just, so I recommend that. And I, I think, you know, it, it's so beautiful to see those kinds of productions going on these days and um, building people up. So awesome, awesome, awesome. And speaking of Queens, the queen of, uh, the queen of our friendship group, Julie's not with us today, but we love our Barbara Heil. Um, and so Barbara, I'm going to welcome you in. Barbara is a speaker. Um, she goes around the world. She evangelizes for Jesus. Um, she has just so many blessings and gifts, but she is back with us today to talk to us about um, spiritual warfare. And so, Barbara, welcome in for part three of this series. Thank you. I'm delighted to be here again talking about this. It's something really important, and I think we're interested in it because the Holy Spirit wants us to be participating in this. Yeah, I think, um, you know, with everything going on today, we have to participate. We have to start using the tools that he gave us, um, the name of Jesus, you know, 
different, different things, you know, um, if there are, you know, different tools, I'm not going to go into them because I know you're going to do that today. So um, where are we going today? What are we going to learn? Well, we just, we've been talking in the first two segments about spiritual warfare, but what I'm going to go into more practical things today. And the number one thing we're going to do as is someone who's participating in spiritual warfare is we have to understand that this is part of living our identity as women of God. This is part of our identity as the baptized is that we are victors in Christ. We are not victims. We, we, a lot of times we could feel like victims, but we are not victims. The enemy wants to make us feel like victims, but we get our identity through Christ. So the first warfare that we do is over our identity to live as a daughter of the king. You just talked about Queen Esther, mm-hmm. who lived as a daughter, I mean, a bride of the, of the king and the scepter was extended as women of God. Women of grace, women of the of the church, the scepter has been extended because of Christ, and we are victors in Christ. We are invited to come and pray. We are invited to do warfare. We are invited, just like our Blessed Mother puts the enemy under her feet. She teaches us through a life of surrendered obedience to put the enemy under our feet. Well, so isn't the it, first thing, isn't it true? I mean, we. We are princesses because we're actually daughters of the king. So that gives us some spiritual authority. Exactly. And so we want to begin in our spiritual warfare with the understanding that we are loved by God. We're healed by God. We're desired by God. We're the daughters of God. And daughters of God doesn't mean, oh, we're just part of all the little kids of of God. No, we are daughters with an inheritance from our heavenly father. So we begin with this. We begin with our identity as the beloved of the father. Amen. And when, as we start to realize that and live in that and walk in that, we uh, start to start to walk in our equipping and our right to do spiritual warfare. The second thing we want to do, step number two, is every day prepare yourself for battle. Daily, you're going to put on the full armor of God. I think we talked about that last week, uh, hurriedly, about the armor of God. But daily, when you get up in the morning, um, maybe you're on your way to morning mass or to work or to take care of the kids, but put on the whole armor of God. And that's found in Ephesians chapter six. That's that's how we prepare for the daily battle where we're putting on the breastplate of righteousness. We're putting on the helmet of salvation. We're covering our mind with truth. We're covering our heart with truth and with righteousness and faithfulness. And we're taking the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And we're dressing ourselves to prepare uh, not to uh, defeat uh, the attacks of the enemy only, but to, uh, or to not even just to withstand the enemy, but to become fearful to the enemy that when he sees you dressed in the spirit, dressed in the armor of God, armed with your rosary, armed with the spirit of God, standing in your identity as a daughter of the king, uh, there's, there's some things the enemy's not even going to try on you because he's, <laughs> he's just defeated looking at you, right? Yes. You know, 
exactly. So we want to we want to start um, presenting ourselves um, as these daughters of the king, as these modern day Esthers, fit for battle, ready for battle, putting on our identity as the daughters of the king and fit for battle with the whole armor of God on. Okay. You know what? That's a perfect place. We're going to take a quick break, Barbara. When we come back, I am going to ask you, you know, is there a prayer? Is there something we can do to actually um, every morning, something practical to put on that armor? But listeners, stay tuned. When we come back, you're going to get to hear uh, her answer to that and many more bits of uh, information as far as how we can equip ourselves and our rights as princesses and sons of God, princesses and princesses of the King. Stay tuned. You're listening to Iowa Catholic Radio, and this is Catholic Women Now. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory. Caldwell Parish offers services that are unique to the individual while following the Catholic funeral rites. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Westgate Dental, offering cosmetic, family, implant, and general dentistry. Located at 1073rd Street, Suite 1 in West Des Moines, just behind Dowling Catholic High School. Learn more at WestgateDentalIA.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by Integrative Psychology Services, a private practice of Catholic therapists offering individual and family therapy for adults and adolescents. Learn more at intpsychology.com. Welcome back to Catholic Women Now. I'm Chris Magruder, and our guest today is Barbara Heil. She's talking to us about spiritual warfare. And before we got off, um, Barbara, you were telling us a good way to prepare ourselves to go out and be the feared one, actually, um, to the evil one, would be if we put on our armor. And so can you tell us maybe practically how we can do that? So easy. When you get up and you start your morning prayer time, you can either read that scripture or you can pray the scripture. Father, in the name of Jesus, right now, I put on the helmet of salvation. Lord, I'm putting on the breastplate of righteousness that when the darts of the enemy come, that they're just going to flicker out because of this breastplate of righteousness. Pray the scriptures. Pray with it. Uh, it's, it's a beautiful way to prepare yourself for the day and also to remind yourself of your own identity. We forget we are the baptized of the Lord. We've been confirmed with the Holy receiving the fullness of the Holy Spirit, who's the third person of the Trinity. God knows this. The angels know this. The devil knows this. So we're the ones who forget. So, so we're just also reminding ourselves so that we begin to stand in faith. So read those scriptures, pray those scriptures. That's Ephesians 6. To put on the armor of God. The next thing you want to do when it comes to spiritual warfare and praying for your family, praying for yourself, praying for your marriage, your job, your church, whatever it is that the Lord has put on your heart to pray for, the next thing you want to do is you want to discern what's really going on. How should I pray? What am I praying for? There are three spirits. So we want to discern the spirits, there are three spirits. There's the Holy Spirit, the human spirit, and there are evil spirits. In fact, right now, because of events that have happened in 
America and the world, their evil has been unleashed in a way. And people are having trouble with things in their minds and in their hearts. Unbelievers, because they don't have that faith in Christ, they don't have that ability to discern. And they're plagued with thoughts in their minds. We as believers, as Catholic women, we have the Holy Spirit with us. And we could say, Holy Spirit, is this, uh, is this a, the Holy Spirit speaking to me? Is this my human spirit, my, my own emotion, my own feelings? Or is there an evil spirit that's working in my family or even trying to uh, war against me? So I want to ask the Holy Spirit to help me distinguish what the warfare is. Uh, is it just my human emotion, my feeling? Is this just something I need to present before the Lord and come into obedience to him and put on my identity or is there an actual evil spirit that's warring against me, warring against my family, my children, my culture, or the church? When when we want to discern um, the motives of our own heart, um, if it is me, is this just me, uh, use the Ignatian principle. Spend some time in prayer. Examine your motives. Um, what is driving me? I invite Jesus into that. And ask the Holy Spirit to show you the motives of your own heart. That is really important, my sisters. A lot of times we we think we know ourselves. But uh, really, the scripture says that um, the heart is wicked. Who can know it? The Holy Spirit will show me even what's in my own heart. Mm. So take the time to stop and say, why am I feeling this way? Why am I feeling oppressed? Why am I feeling fearful? Why am I feeling worried or anxious? You begin to discern the motives. Is it because you're meditating on fearful things? Is it because there's an actual battle that's raging around you? Ask the Holy Spirit to show you what's happening in your own heart so you can discern uh, clearly uh, how to pray what to pray for and how to pray. A lot of times we can take our emotions and say, I'm feeling anxious and upset. Uh, therefore, I need to rebuke the devil uh, off of my husband because he's making me upset. And the Holy Spirit's going to say, examine your heart. <laughs> examine <laughs> your heart. It might not be a spirit. It might be your human heart that that you need to bring before the Lord. So we want to just... I, Barbara, I just, I want to back up just one bit because you did say something that I want the listeners to be able to go to. And you said, use your Ignatian principles. Where can they find the Ignatian principles? I know that's probably a whole other show, but um, is that just something simply we can Google and, and follow? Or is there something? Um, you simple? can Google. It's very well known. It's been around for hundreds of years. So um, our, our listeners can find that online but make sure you use trusted catholic sources sure um but it's all over out there but it's really um getting in your prayer time or in that the daily scriptures uh, going in with jesus and and seeing uh seeing the story with your heart and it's way more than that that's another show but, right but right. you ask for that those gifts of discernment and those tools of discernment so you can discern 
what's really going on here? Am I really in spiritual warfare or am I just upset? Right. Um, So we need, we need to know that we need to know that. Okay. Um, The next thing uh, in spiritual warfare is you want to, you, your authority in spiritual warfare, if the enemy's been coming against your family, he's been warring against your marriage, he's warring against the church. Hey, there's so many things in the world to pray for. There is a real spiritual warfare that is happening all around us. The next thing we want to do is stand in our vocation and practice a holy life. Whatever our vocation is, whatever it is that I'm doing, I want to practice a holy life. I want to fulfill my vocation. I want to practice the virtues in my vocation right where I am. Holiness has power. Love has power. Darkness cannot overtake the light. So as I choose, as you and I choose to uh, live holy before the Lord, to live a surrendered life to the ways of God, there is a power in our life and an empowering by the Holy Spirit in our life that that alone causes the enemy to flee. When you walk in and you're so full of the love of God, no matter what else is going on, you're, you're feeding on love. You're being filled with the virtues. You're walking in this restfulness with God right where you are, right where you live. Uh, the enemy sees that and he's going to flee seven different ways. You know, that Perhaps- reminds me, that reminds me of um, a friend of mine who walks in the room. And when she walks in, it's like she brings light into the room. She just brings in so much joy, you know? Exactly. So the truth is, is that when you walk in filled to overflowing with the Holy Spirit, practicing the virtues, asking God to inflame you with his love, when you walk in the room, uh, spirits, evil spirits are looking for exit signs to get out of there because the light just walked in, right? Amen. Remember, you are the tabernacle of the Holy Spirit and God's spirit dwells in you. And as I practice being that tabernacle, as I practice letting the virtues fill my life, letting love and life uh, radiate out of my life, even in the midst of great difficulty, that alone is a type of spiritual warfare that causes the enemy to flee. Wow. Amen. Okay. Well, we are going to stop right there. Come back and we'll have more information on how to fight this spiritual battle. Friends, you are listening to Catholic women now on Iowa Catholic radio. We'll be back in a moment. Support for programming comes from Vitae Family Care, welcoming new patients to their expanded clinic. Doctors Gregory McKernan and Ben Schwab provide personalized health care for the whole family, respecting the dignity of the whole person through every stage of life. Learn more at VitaeFamilyCare.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Confluence Brewing Company, brewed locally since 2012 and featuring regular seasonal and limited release beers. Confluence Brewing Company, 1235 Thomas Beck Road, off the bike trail south of Grays Lake. ConfluenceBrewing.com. Thank you to our business partner, McDonald Imaging Solutions. Family-owned, Marty and his son, Caleb McDonald, offered branded corporate apparel, logoed promotional products, marketing solutions, and printed items. Learn more at McDonaldImagingSolutions.com. Welcome back to Catholic Women Now. I am Chris Magruder, and today my guest is Barbara Heil. We're talking about 
spiritual warfare. We've been talking about equipping ourselves, um, putting on the spiritual warfare, uh, discerning what spirit we are dealing with, holiness, and how just holiness and loving alone and virtues um, really fight our battles. But also we have the Blessed Virgin Mary, who we know smites the devil. She gets to step on his head in the end. So going to her with our rosaries and also doing things like um, consecrating our homes. These are things that are also powerful and protective for us and help fight these battles. But Barbara, will you talk to us a little bit also about um, how we can take spiritual authority and how we can pray um, for ourselves and our families on with our spiritual authority as princesses and princes of the King, our God? Well, we want to we want to exercise our spiritual authority that's been given to us at baptism. Mm-hmm. At ba- at your baptism, you were baptized into Christ. Uh, you actually died and you rose again out of the baptismal waters as a new creation in Christ Jesus. And then He tells us uh, to pray. He tells us uh, we're commissioned to pray. Jesus commissions us to pray. Uh, those that believe are going to, to pray for darkness to be broken off, to pray for healing, to, to pray. So we have spiritual authority through our baptism. We also have spiritual authority through our spousal, um, union. Uh, I have, we have authority to pray for our spouses because of that sacrament of marriage. So you're not just responsible to pray for you. When you got married, you became responsible to pray for the one you were joined to. And you have authority to pray for that person. If they're battle, do, having a spiritual battle, if they're having uh, issues with sin. Uh, and again, let me reiterate, you have to examine your own heart when it comes to this and examine your own motives and make sure you're listening to the Holy Spirit and not just feelings that are out of control. But we have authority to pray for our spouse, to bless our spouse, to release blessings, to bind up any enemy that would try to do war against their mind, soul, and spirit. We have authority to pray for them. We have authority to pray for our children. As parents, we have spiritual authority over our kids so we can pray protection over them. We have the, we, we don't just have the right to pray protection over them we have the job to pray protection over them not just protection from a car accident or things in the natural but from spiritual things that are happening at school at work in the atmosphere to begin to take authority not over the person this is important when you're doing spiritual warfare we're not taking authority or exercising spiritual authority over people We're exercising spiritual authority over spirits that would be warring against people. Okay. So, and I want to, I want to make this clear too, because I've asked you this before, Barbara, and you have said that it's not just when they're 18 and under, it's their whole lives. We have spiritual authority over them, even when they become adults, right? Yes. And also your grandchildren also, uh, scripturally, this is for, to our children's children, so we have the spiritual authority to release blessing upon them, to release protection upon them. But we need to exercise that spiritual authority. I can say all day long, I'm a daughter of the king. I have authority to pray blessings over my spouse, protection 
spiritual protection over my spouse, over my children and my grandchildren. But if I don't actually do it, I'm just, I'm just talking. So we want to, we want to actually take our spiritual authority, our given to us through baptism, pray for our spouse, uh, bind any spirits that are, are warring against them, uh, mentally, spiritually, uh, warring against our children, release those blessings that come from God down the family line. This can extend also to our friends, our colleagues, our neighbors. We are part of a larger family called the church. We are part of the larger family also called our, our nation and our city. We begin to exercise spiritual authority, allowing the Holy Spirit to show us how, who are you calling me to pray for? How are you calling me to pray for them? I'm going to uh, walk with you, Lord. And really what we're doing in exercising our spiritual authority is we're coming into agreement with the desire of Jesus and what he wants done in the earth. And in these lives, isn't that beautiful? It's amazing. And so I guess I just, I just want to be clear. We have spiritual authority um, with our spouses for our children, all their lives. And, but I'm hearing you say that we can also exercise our spiritual authority over friends and those in our community, but we don't necessarily have authority. We just have the right to pray for them. Is that correct? So the the authority is never over people. That's witchcraft. Okay. That's witchcraft. The authority is over the spirits that are uh, bothering them, attacking them, keeping them bound up in any way. Uh, We also have the authority to speak blessing over them. Instead of a curse, we can speak blessing and disarm uh, the enemy over their lives. So we're never, ever taking authority over another person. We're never trying to control another person through prayer. That is witchcraft. What we are doing is we are engaging in the spiritual warfare. Remember, we said in a previous show, uh, I do not war against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities and spiritual wickedness in high places. This is war. It's not against my children or my spouse. This is the war against evil spirits that would try to bind my family or, or harass in any way. And we need to understand this, even for our neighbors. Your neighbors aren't the issue. It's the spirits that are trying to bind them. That is the issue for your nation, for your government. It's not that political person that's your enemy. It's any spirits or whatever. So keep clear on that. Some of us, some of those listening may need to repent to the Lord for uh, making, you know, for, for, making their husband or children or their spouse or their neighbor uh, the, the, the goal to change them through the prayer, to, to fix them the way we want to fix them through the prayer. We have to repent of that. Leave them in God's hand. We're doing spiritual warfare. We're breaking off those spirits that are warring against them, their walk with God, their own freedom. Um, and I think, 
I think we need to take time to do that. Listeners, actually, Barbara Heil is going to be the first speaker at the Iowa Catholic Radio Women's Conference on November 11th at St. Francis. So go to iowacatholicradio.com if you want to learn more from her. Jeanette Benkovich will also have um, an opportunity. She'll be here speaking, and she's from EWTN. But if you want to hear more on this topic, definitely um, sign up for the November 11th um, Iowa Catholic Radio Women's Conference. And you know what, Barbara, I would love it if you could just take us out in a closing prayer um, to do a little bit of spiritual warfare. We've, we've got very little time left, but could you do something quick for us and help us out? <laughs> okay. Ladies and gentlemen, when you pray, when, when the Holy Spirit, when you discern it's time for some spiritual warfare to take that authority God has given to you as his baptized child, uh, you pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. You consecrate yourself to the immaculate heart and sacred heart. You order your life to God's way, will, and his timing. And then you simply take authority. I think you, you notice the spirit of rage, maybe, or you notice some unbelief, maybe. And the, if you see that, uh, you discern that there's a spirit of unbelief, you just bind that in the name of Jesus. And I command this to go through the authority as a baptized child of the king. I take authority over that spirit and command it to go in Jesus' name through the power of the cross. Mama Mary, wrap them in your mantle. I release them into your hands. And I thank you for freeing them in Jesus' name. That is a sample prayer that you can pray for everybody that you know and even over yourself. But remember, you're in a spiritual battle. It's already won. You are just enforcing it in your home, in your family, in your lives for the glory of God. Lord Jesus, we love you and I thank you and I praise you, Lord God. Be with us and walk with us in this battle. We praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Now go do those impossible things with God. Today's Catholic Women. The voice for Catholic Women Now, Iowa Catholic Radio. Do it.